Ready to unlock a world of entertainment? Philips Roku TV has America's favorite TV streaming platform built in, so you can watch live TV, catch every game, discover must-see shows and hit movies, and get all the best streaming apps in one place, like iHeart, for all your favorite music, radio, and podcasts. Watch what you want, when you want. Immerse yourself in entertainment with premium 4K picture and sound for every budget, with sizes for every room. Find your perfect Philips Roku TV today, online or at your local Walmart and Sam's Club. Billie Eilish and Phineas O'Connell, they're with us today on Crew Call. I'm your host, Anthony D'Alessandro. Billie's vocals, it was automatic art. You know, I had to like choose a more challenging route than just like da 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 da. You know what I'm saying? Like it could have been like easier. And a lot of people have asked me like, how did you choose to have it be so soft and like so simple? And what else was it going to like? That's what the song wanted. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Crew Call podcast on Deadline. Are you looking to step up to a 4K smart TV? One that gives you unparalleled clarity and picture resolution? Then we've got good news for you. Because the Vizio 65-inch V-Series 4K smart TV is now just $348. With all your favorite apps built in, you can stream straight out of the box. You can even sing along to all your favorite music and radio on the iHeartRadio app. Looking for a smaller or bigger screen? Vizio offers unbeatable prices on all V-Series 4K smart TVs. Head to Walmart.com today and score the 4K TV you've been waiting for. Hey, Sarah, I love that spring break vlog you posted on Zigazoo. OMG, you watched it? Yeah, it was so cool. I think you're so talented. Social media is only positive with Zigazoo, the world's largest and safest social media network for kids. In Zigazoo, all community members are verified kids like yours, and all content is fully human-moderated. Try out Zigazoo this spring break. Download the Zigazoo app today. Hey, it's Ryan Rothstein of Sports Radio 94 WIP in Philadelphia. And be sure to check out my podcast, The Philadelphia CityCast, presented by Bet River Sportsbook. We dive into the betting angle for all of the Philadelphia teams. If you're from Philly or a fan of any of the Philly sports teams and want to become a sharper better, this is the podcast for you. So what are you waiting for? Subscribe, follow, and listen to the Philadelphia CityCast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is the Philadelphia CityCast with Ryan Rothstein, presented by Bet Rivers. Uh, welcome as we cue the Philadelphia 76ers official song. Their victory song, if you will. Clap your hands. The 76ers win 117-97 opening night down in New Orleans on Wednesday night. The 20-point victory. Uh, 76ers, we saw the number at three for quite some time. It got up to four uh, right before tip-off. Nonetheless, didn't matter where or when. Well, where, it's at Bet Rivers, but... Where meaning the number, whether it was three, three and a half, doesn't matter. And what day doesn't matter. Sixers win by 20. So if you laid the points with the hometown squad, you get the cover, you get the win to start the 76ers season off right from the betting perspective. You look at the total, close, right? Like it was, I don't know, the total late in the fourth quarter with under five minutes left, maybe it was at like 182. Uh, the total at Bet Rivers was set at 224. The game finished, as I mentioned, 117.97. That's 114. It actually 
And I'll listen, if it fell 10 points short, that's that's an under hit and it's with relative ease. But it did end up getting a little bit closer than I even thought it would get late into the fourth quarter. So the under hit, I thought the over would hit. Uh, I liked the 76ers laying the points. And I also liked player props wise before the game, Tyrese Maxey over 14 and a half points. And I'll get to his debut as the starting point guard for the team. Uh, that hit, he finished with 20. I liked Seth Curry over 13 and a half. He finished with 10 points. Uh, so he fell short, but not because of a poor night. He was four for five from the floor, two for three from three. Just very efficient. And every time he shoots it, just like his brother, you never think he's going to miss. Uh, but just a, a team effort. And it started with Joel Embiid, as I expected. Uh, first quarter. Within the first 10 minutes, Joel Embiid had 12 points. He, he really inserted himself and, and set the tone. A sloppy second quarter, uh, but the bench really got it together in the second half, and so did everyone else. I mean, Joel Embiid finished with 22 points, 6 rebounds, 5 assists. Tobias Harris, a quiet, efficient, and effective game. 20 points, 12 rebounds. Tyrese Maxey, 20 points, 7 rebounds. Five assists, and I'm going to get right back to him in a second. Korkmaz, four three-pointers made, a perfect four for four from three, all in the fourth quarter. He finished with 22, tied for the team high with JoJo. Uh, Niang had 11 off the bench, three of four from three. And then Andre Drummond. He might be my player of the game to start this season. The first player of the game award for me, game ball, goes to Andre Drummond. Only 19 minutes off the bench, 17 rebounds, six points, 17 rebounds. Uh, that that is that's nice. <laughs> that that's nice for the backup big to Joel Embiid to come in, play under 20 minutes in the game, and grab 17 rebounds. Uh, so there's a lot of different ways you can dissect this game, and a, a lot of different players you can zero in on. When talking about a good game individually, and that led to the collective 20-point blowout win to start this season despite the circus going on off the floor. Uh, so the 76ers cover, the under hits. Uh, I went one for two on the player props to start this 76ers season. And Tyrese Maxey. Man, it, it is nice to see a point guard for the Philadelphia 76ers play with aggressiveness on offense, actually looking like he wants to score the ball, and then actually capable of scoring the ball. And it's not that simple, right? Like Maxi, and this is what any good professional point guard does, but he attacks with the intent to score, but the intent to distribute and facilitate is equally as high. Right, so he is able to attack the paint. He is able to push the pace and transition. Uh, he is able to do a lot of different things with the ball in his hands. The defense has to respect him as a scorer. And he's able to get the offense going off of all of that. Right, And Ben Simmons did a lot of that too in the regular season. And what Ben was good at offensively is transition. Right, he he. Listen, I'll give him credit on the floor where credit's due. He came down that uh, floor like like a freight train, uh, 6'10", 
big, strong, fast. So he was able to get this team out in transition and have a lot of success with that. But I'm talking about the half-court sets, right? Like, off an opponent make, Tyrese Maxey is able to bring the ball up and either, A, get this team into their offensive set, whether it's isolation with Tobias Harris, Joel Embiid, pick and roll, whatever it is, or he's able to attack and get the offense moving that way. So that was really nice to see. This is a very young kid, um, but a mature game on the floor. He played 34 minutes, which is by far the most of any 76er on Wednesday night. And he did everything, as I mentioned. Seven rebounds, five assists, 20 points. And one of, if not the biggest category for point guards, the turnover category. Uh, Maxi only one turnover on Wednesday night. So a lot to, listen, it's the Pelicans. And I, I talked a little bit about this before the game on Wednesday night. Pelicans are really bad. It's essentially Brandon Ingram and the Island of Misfit Toys right now. Without Zion, um, they're not looking too hot. You know, Zion changes everything for them. He might be one of the most valuable players, not, not literally for the award, but just what he means to that team down in New Orleans is everything. Uh, when they don't have Zion, they're a completely different team. And when they have Zion, they're they're average. <laughs> they're average at best with them. So a bad team with no Zion on Wednesday night. The 76ers looked how you expected them to look. Sloppy at times. Not really in rhythm at times. Uh, but at the end of the day, they, they win by 20. The NBA, as we all know in the regular season, is a game of runs. And now we gear up for... Friday night at home against the Brooklyn Nets. And on the next episode, we will do a full preview uh, of that one. That's going to be a lot of fun. No Kyrie Irving, but we have Kevin Durant and James Harden coming into Philly to take on Joel Embiid and Tyrese Maxey and the crew. What a nice, a nice ring that has to it. As we ring the bell here in Philadelphia, they get the win 117 to 107. Uh, so, so far, against the spread, I am 2-0 and in this NBA season. Very early on. I I like the Warriors getting points on Tuesday night. They win that game outright. Some of my other picks so far, very early in this NBA season. Uh, I liked the over for that next Nets-Bucks game on Tuesday night. That hit, uh, and I went one for two in the player props, as well as picking the 76ers laying the points. So, We'll see, uh, we'll see how I do here in these first couple weeks of the NBA season. Uh, but NBA is certainly my wheelhouse. I, I will say that. Out of all of the sports for me, uh, from the betting angle, I always have the most success with hoops. Uh, and we'll see if that holds true here. Of course, now I'll uh, you know, hit 3 of 10 consistently. No. Let, let's not let's not uh, will that into existence. So you're listening to the Philadelphia CityCast presented by Bet River Sportsbook. I'm your host, Ryan Rothstein, uh, recapping the 76ers win on Wednesday night. And it's just nice to not even have to talk about Ben Simmons for a minute. And shame on me for bringing his name up. But uh, <laughs> we're going to be bringing his name up. I, I have a, a hunch quite a few more times here over the next couple of weeks. But for now, it's about the 76ers winning on opening night, covering the number uh, against the spread. 
And Tyrese Maxey, their new point guard looking good. Their new backup big, Andre Drummond looking good. Joel Embiid, of course, looking good. Tobias playing efficiently, dropping 20 and 12, just doing what he does. Quiet assassin. Uh, and the 76ers get the dub, baby. They get the dub. So we're going to talk more Sixers uh, probably either like a quick episode Friday before the game Friday night. Maybe we'll put out a um, like a 76ers best bets episode either late Thursday or sometime Friday afternoon. We have a busy few days now as we really shift the focus back to the Philadelphia Eagles as we should. And we're going to get into uh, a lot of Eagles talk in this episode. I, I give you some of my key matchups uh, that I've highlighted for the Raiders Eagles matchup. I go I'm gonna go through the uh you know the spread, some of the other offers on the Bet Rivers wagering menu as of now, all the player props and some of the other uh you know specialty items I guess we can call it novelties are not up yet for the Sunday matchup at four PM Eastern time for Eagles Raiders. But we're gonna dive through this uh this wagering menu for Eagles Raiders and I'll look at some key matchups and give you some key updates surrounding the birds. Uh, so that's all coming up next. 76ers win. Clap your hands, everybody. Cue the 76ers victory song. I'm your host, Ryan Rothstein. Eagles, Raiders, key matchups and more coming up in just a second. Bet River Sportsbook wants you to be in control of your football bets. That's why players love the same game parlays at Bet Rivers. Same game parlays let you mix and match player props and game bets and gives a payout boost to the winning combinations you want to root for. Combine two bets or combine many. You pick your confidence level and then watch the game unfold. Bet on same game parlays at BetRivers.com or download the Bet Rivers app. Presented by Rivers Casino Pittsburgh. Must be 21. Gambling problem? Call 1 800 Gambler. All right, welcome. Philadelphia City Cast presented by Bet Rivers Sportsbook. I am your host, Ryan Rothstein. Make sure you are subscribed to the Philadelphia City Cast wherever you get your podcasts Apple, Google, Spotify, you name the platform, we're on it. Subscribe, rate, review, follow, etc. Give me a follow as well while you're at it on social media at Wise Ride, W I S E R Y E. I want to get back to the gridiron and look at the Philadelphia Eagles who are now prepping to take on the Raiders with uh, no John Gruden. We all know what transpired there with the head coach. And the Raiders are able to get the win in their first game, you know, post-Gruden email gate, which wasn't surprising, right? Like I, I, I said last week, and maybe this isn't saying much to, you know, in your opinion, but that typically goes one of two ways. The team either figures out a way to get a win or they crumble. Uh, and in the short term, I think it's more likely teams rally around each other and they figure out ways to get it done or at least keep the ship afloat, right? So does that carry over into now week two of no John Gruden uh, and everything that transpired with that story surrounding the Las Vegas Raiders. I don't know, right? Like, I, I'm not really sure which Raiders team to expect. Uh, I think from the betting perspective, we have to expect what we've seen, right? Like, sure, 
I'm not saying the Gruden story and the Gruden firing is just simple enough to completely ignore, but you start overthinking things a little bit too much if you're trying to bring that in as one of, if not the deciding factors on how to bet this football game. All right, that that's my point. The Eagles are three-point underdogs, so the Raiders are just laying that standard three for playing the game on their home field. You look at the money line, the Eagles right now, plus 133, the Raiders minus 155. The total at Bet Rivers set at 49, minus 110, both towards the over and the under. Zach Ertz gone, Lane Johnson returns. Now what? Right? And here's my bottom line overall feel for the Philadelphia Eagles right now. I'm I'm frustrated. And I think for a variety for a variety of legitimate reasons. So, just to keep it simple and to be frank, I am not touching this game against the spread. You know, even if I just kept all of the knowledge and information I have being close to the team and, you know, being in Philadelphia, covering the Eagles, whatever, talking about the Eagles, maybe not necessarily covering them, uh, and removed my bias. I don't know how anyone can can say they honestly like this game. I mean, if you want to say there's some value with the Eagles, you go ahead and do that. I'm not associating value with the Philadelphia Eagles right now. This is a big prove it game for me once again, because we learned a lot in that Tampa Bay game. And the score, there's no moral victories, and the score doesn't do the product any justice from the 28-22 loss, despite the Eagles covering. I took the Eagles plus seven. I gave that out as a pick. Uh, and I was feeling a lot different about this Eagles team than I am now. Nick Sirianni has just grown more and more frustrating with me. Uh, and I don't know what this offense is. Right now, it's a lot of nothing. And I think a lot is not the right word to use. It's a little nothing. Uh, they they simply run the run pass option. They do not run the ball at all. And they make their skill players' lives much more difficult than it already should be, i.e. Devontae Smith, i.e. Jalen Hurts, Miles Sanders, who's invisible oftentimes, uh, Dallas Goddard, the list goes on and on. So what's going to change this week in Vegas? I mean, hopefully the Eagles decide to look at this game and take a run approach, a heavy run first approach for this matchup. If that's the case, then we should have a ball game, right? I think either way, this game should be relatively close, but I don't have a feel for this game at all against the spread. Uh, and I will always be honest with you about that if that's ever how I'm feeling. So right now, it's a it's a don't touch. Do not touch this game from the betting perspective, at least uh, for right now as we look at it middle of the week. Uh, you look at you know some of the other offerings on the Bet Rivers wagering menu as it relates to this Eagles-Raiders matchup. Obviously, as we all know by now, the player props have not been released yet. Uh, still a lot else out there, such as team to score the first touchdown, team to score the last touchdown, uh, total touchdowns, which is set at five and a half in the game, total touchdowns scored, Eagles to score the first touchdown, juiced at plus 100, uh, Eagles to score the last touchdown, minus 113, Raiders minus 121. Uh, those are fun little you know, game props types of bets, uh, not something that I typically bet unless there's some 
you know, serious driving factor or force behind me looking that direction, but I typically do not. I do look at the team totals often, which right now at Bet River Sportsbook, the Raiders team total set at 26 and a half, juice to minus 124 for the under 26 and a half, minus 106 for the over. Now for the Philadelphia Eagles, the team total set at 23 and a half, uh, the over minus 108, the under minus 121. Love the under. I love the under. This team has been frequently hitting under 23 and a half. I don't know why we should expect that to change this week in Las Vegas taking on the Raiders. So right now, middle of the week, that's one of my favorite plays. Eagles team total under 23 and a half. And, you know, as far as the total on the game, I, I would I would certainly lean towards the under there. Uh, I'll maybe feel a little bit strongly about the total, either for or against making a play on that a little bit closer to kickoff right now, middle of the week. I don't like it right now. Out of everything that is offered at the Bet Rivers wagering menu, which is a lot, you should check it out if you haven't been already, of course, uh, the Eagles team total under 23 and a half. Uh, and that's what I'm sticking with for the moment. Uh, we'll continue to dissect this matchup, look at key matchups on the field, preview updates, all of that good stuff uh, right here on the Philadelphia City Cast, presented by Bet River Sportsbook. So we'll take a, a quick time out here uh, and we'll get into the final segment where we'll look a little bit more into this Eagles Raiders matchup, look at some NBA. Uh, you know, futures market things involving the 76ers. So much more still ahead. Bet River Sportsbook wants you to be in control of your football bets. That's why players love the same game parlays at Bet Rivers. Same game parlays let you mix and match player props and game bets and gives a payout boost to the winning combinations you want to root for. Combine two bets or combine many. You pick your confidence level and then watch the game unfold. Bet on same game parlays at betrivers.com or download the Bet Rivers app. Presented by Rivers Casino Pittsburgh. Must be 21. Gambling problem? Call 1 800 Gambler. The Philadelphia City Cast is presented by Bet Rivers. Bet Rivers Sportsbook is the industry leader when it comes to online sports betting, and it has you covered for the NFL season. They are offering same-game parlays in all pro football matchups. They are bringing back their Reduce the Juice promotion on game days. And this NFL season, they have a $1 million Beat the Spread challenge with thousands of dollars given away each and every week. Pro football betting is more rewarding at BetRivers. Download the app or go to BetRivers.com to bet. Eagles Raiders in Las Vegas. First time the Philadelphia Eagles will be playing out in Sin City. And one thing I liked, if I have to give this Eagles coaching staff some praise, it has nothing to do with what they've done or did on the field, but the Eagles won't be arriving in Las Vegas until late Saturday night. So, hey, at least we're not going to hear any stories of player X uh, being out too late. Right, so they arrive late. They have some extra days to prepare for this matchup as well as rest. Uh, and we'll see if that's a factor. Eagles played obviously last Thursday. So, you know, two, three days extra rest than what they typically are accustomed to week to week in the NFL. So I, I just want to look at some key matchups and storylines for this Eagles Raiders game. And listen, like you'll see the trend when I do the key matchups. 
right now for this Eagles team, I, I think you can almost copy and paste them for most of their opponents on this schedule. There, there's a, some, some of them where not the case, but Eagles secondary against this Raiders offense slash wide receivers and skill positions. Like Ruggs has been a problem. He has more receiving yards than some of the best and biggest names uh, at that position. DK Metcalf, uh, DeAndre Hopkins, just to name a few. He's been having a real strong year so far. Hunter Renfro has become you know, a top five guy conservatively, a top five guy uh, at the slot position for wide receivers. He is reliable. He's the security blanket. He moves the chains. Uh, he's just become a big, a big weapon for Derek Carr and that Raiders offense. And then, of course, Waller at tight end has just been an absolute freak of nature, a stud, uh, and very difficult to game plan for and quite literally stop when you're on the field going head-to-head -head against him. So th that's going to be, once again, another tall task for this Eagles secondary group and the Eagles defensive unit as a whole. Now, this is sort of like a something's got to give type of matchup I'm about, I'm about to uh, throw at you which is this Raiders offense has actually been pretty explosive uh, when you're looking at their body of work so far this season. They're averaging 385 yards per game, just over that number to be exact. And the Eagles eh, defense is giving up over 343 total yards per outing. And what are some of the things that we have complained about here in Philadelphia? It's how conservative and boring, for lack of a better way to put it, this Eagles defense has been. They play deep. They play safe. Uh, they give opponents offense the short pass. They, they try and keep everything in front of them. They don't blitz. Uh, and and that's, that's their plan, and they're sticking with it. So can this Raiders offense, led by Derek Carr, figure out a way to get it over the top, beat that help uh, or that last line of defense quite literally for the Eagles uh, and continue to make some of those big explosive plays that they've been making all year long. Uh, and then on the flip side, can the Eagles get off the field, right? Because you look at other examples of strong offenses, explosive offenses, uh, the Chiefs, the Eagles overall kept everything in front of them, but they couldn't get off the field on third down because they just also couldn't do anything defensively to slow down Mahomes and that offense, especially on the ground. So can the Raiders run game get going uh, and or can Derek Carr just have a field day with Waller and Renfro uh, in the short passing game? If either of those can come true, this could be a long day once again for this Eagles defense after, um, you know, putting out the, the worry fire here. Um, after the fan base and the city and the Philadelphia media started to really shift their attention and focus and criticism towards Jonathan Gannon, the defensive coordinator, and this Eagles defense. This is going to be another test for that unit and that coordinator, Jonathan Gannon. Uh, in particular, we shall see, right? And, and I mentioned this is another like honorable mention key matchup factor. It's just quite simply the Eagles have – couple more days rest they know this is a big matchup out west traveling out west for a late game uh for eastern time zone and vegas their special teams coach is the interim head coach coming off that story and that 
dramatic, emotional win. Certainly can call it emotional, 34-24 over the Denver Broncos. Does that carry over or does the emotion and adrenaline stop there? Those are all storylines, if nothing else, to keep a close eye on for this matchup. This Eagles offense, and I'll I'll just look at the run game. It's non-existent, but the run game against the Raiders defense, it's been non-existent and they are way too predictable and I talked a lot about this on the show uh, over the past couple of weeks and I was on rush hour with Danny Burke which you can catch on VEASAN Monday to Friday 6 to 7 p.m. Eastern time uh, and I went off on Nick Sirianni and this Eagles team and you know the offense in particular they have to get more creative they have to take pressure off Jalen Hurts and run the damn football Miles Sanders, outside of a couple nice runs in the fourth quarter on Thursday, uh, Thursday night football against Tampa, he's been invisible. Gainwell, he had a couple nice outings. Then he disappeared. They have to figure out some type of identity, and they have to figure out the individual roles at the skill positions for their offense. Or This is just going to be a Jekyll and Hyde, complete mystery all season long, week to week. So can we start to see some identity and can we start to see some structure to this Eagles offense led by Nick Sirianni and on the other side the Raiders offense Derek Carr's been on fire like he threw for over 300 yards against the Broncos 341 to be exact and so far very early in this NFL season Carr has thrown for uh, four games with 300 passing yards or more so once again, I mentioned that uh, explosiveness that this Raiders offense carries with them. They've been consistent, and the proof is in the film. Uh, four games where cars reached over 300 passing yards, so can he make it a fifth? I would say that's a pretty safe bet, and we'll get into the player props later in the week like we always do right here on the Philadelphia CityCast. All right, that about does it for us. Uh, key matchups, some Sixers talk. Uh, and everything in between. Make sure you are subscribed, following the show, subscribe to the show. We'll have a busy weekend, like always, really breaking down this Eagles-Raiders matchup. We'll have Michael Lombardi on the show once again Friday. Uh, a busy show Saturday going through the entire wagering menu, player props, best bets, and everything in between. So be on the lookout for those episodes. Have a great rest of your week, and I'll catch you on the next episode of the Philadelphia City Cast, presented by Bet Rivers with yours truly, Ryan Rothstein. Have a great night, everyone. Peace. Bet Rivers Sportsbook wants you to be in control of your football bets. That's why players love the same game parlays at Bet Rivers. Same game parlays let you mix and match player props and game bets and gives a payout boost to the winning combinations you want to root for. Combine two bets or combine many. You pick your confidence level and then watch the game unfold. Bet on same game parlays at betrivers.com or download the Bet Rivers app. Presented by Rivers Casino Pittsburgh. Must be 21. Gambling problem? Call 1 800 Gambler. Hey, Sarah, I love that spring break vlog you posted on Zigazoo. OMG, you watched it? Yeah, it was so cool. I think you're so talented. Social media is only positive with Zigazoo, the world's largest and safest social media network for kids. In Zigazoo, all community members are verified kids just like yours. And all content is fully human moderated. Try out Zigazoo this spring break. Download the Zigazoo app today. 
Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. From football playoffs to basketball madness, TCL Roku TVs are the best way to stream your favorite live sports. With all the biggest sports channels, a sports zone with all available games in one place, and apps like iHeartRadio with sports podcasts such as The Herd with Colin Cowherd. Cheering on your favorite team has never been easier. A big screen TCL Roku TV offers premium picture and sound quality, so you'll feel like you're right in the action. Find the perfect TCL Roku TV for you today at Amazon.com. Hey, this is John Ridley. And this is Matt Carey, documentary editor at Deadline. And welcome to Talk Talk. John, we've got a hard-hitting episode today. A lot of controversy. Well, maybe we should put the word controversy in quotes in the documentary field about the nominees for Best Documentary Feature. We're going to get into that with some amazing panelists. You get a shot, but the individuals behind every one of those images, they're complicated and they are human. This has been Doc Talk. Thank you. Great conversation. Thank you. 